Good evening. Thank you for coming. Um, just a public service announcement or request. Uh, we have some regulars who are going to be in and out specifically this week and next week. So please make every effort to be at all the minyanim, in specific in the morning. Uh, we think that we might need some help in the morning, so if you can make it, please come. And please, uh, because our fearless leader, uh, Mr. Wilkoff, is out, um, and he usually runs the WhatsApp group. Um, I don't know if he's still going to do it or not. He said he wasn't going to, but then today he was doing it, so I, I don't know, right? But uh, please be as responsive as you can be, just so we can ensure that we have Binyanim again this week and next week in, uh, in specific. So thank you in advance. We hope to see you all there. Not only are you needed, but you're wanted. Continuing in our discussion of the Hilchot Berkat Amazon, we've been talking about benching a la coast, benching over a cup of wine. We've talked about how uh, the, the Mivarich, the person actually leading the benching, he shouldn't speak once he actually has the cup in his hand. Uh, everyone else at the table, in theory, they still can, but even they should stop speaking once he picks up the cup. And certainly once he starts the benching, they're not supposed to speak. He said if they do speak, so it's not necessarily the end of the world, um, but it's not ideal. And the Ramah added that even if the Mivarech himself speaks in the middle of benching, it's not the end of the world, right? We would still, in theory, fulfill our obligation. They would be able to continue in the benching. And then I think Thursday night we spoke about maybe uh, not only speaking is a problem, but having a large break. That could be problematic as well. So here, the Shechan Ruch says, so when we said that it wouldn't be the end of the world if people spoke while uh, the benching was taking place, that was only if uh, it was between brachot. But let's say they're speaking while the actual benching is taking place. And again, let's assume, and uh, we know that historically maybe this changes, let's assume that everyone's fulfilling their obligation through the person who's leading the benching, right? So if they're supposed to be listening to him and they're speaking while he is doing the benching, so then, in theory, lo yatsau, they've not fulfilled their obligation. Now, the Mishabura qualifies this somewhat, and he says, lo yatsau, It depends somewhat. Let's say you're speaking in the middle of the first bracha, okay? And the Mivarech, the person leading the benching, has not yet concluded the first bracha. So then we say, So what they could do is they have to go back to the point where they started speaking. So they don't have to go all the way back to the beginning of the bracha. They just have to go back to wherever it is that they started speaking. Now, I don't know how, like, if you're speaking in the middle of benching, right, the odds of you knowing where uh, you started speaking, I don't know. I don't see it as being realistic, but let's say you knew where it was. You knew, uh, I don't know, the, the Mivarech pronounced something funny or he used a funny tune, so you remember. I don't know. So if he hasn't yet finished the bracha, so then go back to the spot where you started to speak. The im gamar Mivarech, but if he already finished that bracha, the kibnu lishmoa, and we're assuming that you're trying to fulfill your obligation through him, so tzrichina misubin lachazor litzchilan hamracha, then you would have to go all the way back to the beginning of that bracha, and to say it all by yourself, because, uh, you know, you missed part of the bracha, right? You were speaking during that. It was as though you skipped it, and therefore, you would have to go back to the beginning of that bracha, not necessarily just back to the spot where you started to speak, but all the way back to the beginning of that bracha. He continues, So he says that, uh, in theory, even if you're speaking in the middle of benching, it might not be the end of the world uh, if you don't miss something which is critical to the actual benching itself. Now, we'll get to this and all the different details as to what is critical for the actual benching itself. God willing, uh, I think in Kuf Pechet, so we're about five simanim away. Uh, so God willing, we'll get there sooner than later. But he says there are certain elements that uh, are mentioned in the benching which a person has to say or they have to hear, right, if they're fulfilling their obligation through someone else. The examples that he gives is the idea that we have a breach, we have a covenant with Hashem. We mentioned that early on in the benching. The idea that Hashem gave us the Torah also early on in the benching, right, right there in the, after the first bracha. So if you were talking and you miss one of those elements, so then it's going to be a problem you're going to have to 
to go back. But, right, and, and we assume those are li'ikuva. Those are, are, are items in the benching that you have to have. So, so, but if you were speaking during a part where it doesn't mention one of those critical elements, and again, we'll have to go through that list later on, so then maybe you don't even have to go all the way back to the beginning of the bracha. You wouldn't have to go back. And certainly if you were speaking at a point where you didn't miss anything, and we'll have to figure out what that case is, if you were speaking at a point where you didn't miss anything from the mevarich, so there also you wouldn't have to go back. Kigon, what's that case? The case is, and again, we don't want this, but shamevarich atzmo sach az be'emsa v'sachu gam him. Right? They, the the mevarich stopped for a moment in the middle of the bracha, which you're not supposed to do, and he was speaking, and they started speaking as well. So then, when they were speaking, they didn't miss anything because he didn't continue his benching because he was talking as well. So they're also af v'sachu gam him af dibavadai shelok din asu. Obviously, this was inappropriate. They weren't supposed to do this, but mikol makom nevertheless b'diyeved yatzo. They have uh, at least worst case scenario fulfilled their obligation. And they wouldn't have to go back. So it sounds like, again, if you speak and you know which spot it was, and it, you know you missed something which was uh, critical, and the mevarich has not finished the bracha, so then go back to the spot where you remember, uh, you know, starting your conversation. If uh, you missed something critical and he has finished the bracha, then you have to go back to the beginning of the bracha. If it wasn't something which was critical, so then you might not even have to go back at all, and you can continue. But again. Why these cases are presenting themselves, I don't know, but we need to know what the halakha is nonetheless. Yes, sir? I'll take a range check on any of these three questions. Okay. Does it, are we only talking up to Aliyah Chasrinu, or are we talking all the Harakhans? No, let's assume just up to Aliyah Chasrinu. Yeah. Second question. Well, I would encourage you not to speak after that point yeah, also, yeah. but yeah, okay. Let's say it's Rafinu, like you have to point to your kid where you are, and, you know, are you allowed to talk Rafinu? Uh, I mean, I, I would say probably yes, but we might want to qualify that okay. somewhat. Yeah, so there also, it's probably okay, right? Uh, again, anytime we talk about hefsake, whether it's uh, you know, an issue of speaking or just a large break, it's specifically in an instance where it's going to take your mind off of what you're doing. But if it's for the purpose of the benching, let's say chinuch, or I don't know what the halacha is, so then it would probably be okay. So I mean, obviously we would have to go into greater detail, but for now, it will suffice. Come to all the minyanim. Rabbi